Bill says he loves the new Pepper Jack Ranch spicy chicken sandwich he's eating right now. He also says the spicy Pepper Jack cheese and spicy ranch sauce packs a lot of heat. And the spicy all-white meat chicken filet is delicious. Hmm. He either said this is the most amazing chicken sandwich or I'm an incredibly handsome and well-spoken leader. Oh, right. It was the chicken. The Pepper Jack Ranch Spicy Chicken Sandwich. Only at Jack in the Box. Limited time only at participating restaurants. Grab your popcorn and goobers. It's time for Motherhood in Hollywood with your host, Heather Brooker. This is a crude prude's perspective on being a full-time mom in showbiz. She's not a perfect mom, but she can play one on TV. Hold on to your butts. Here's Heather. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 13 of Motherhood in Hollywood. I'm Heather Brooker, and I've missed you. I've missed you guys so much. (laughs) Um, not even on any meds anymore, you guys. This is just me being nuts, um, being weirdo. I'm definitely getting over my illness. Yay! Feeling much better. So thank you to everybody who asked about that. Doing great. Um, a couple of things in a minute. We're going to announce the winners for the Sarah Haley workout DVDs that um, I uh, was doing on Twitter, asking everybody to tweet at me, MIH podcast, and um, sending a couple of people these DVDs, these workout DVDs from her Expecting More series. They're pretty great. So you guys want to make sure you check that out. Even if you didn't win, check them out. And um, what else is happening? Oh, the Emmys. Did you guys watch the Emmys? I thought they were pretty good, actually. I don't know. Maybe a little predictable. I don't watch Veep. Everyone tells me I should watch Veep. And I'm, I'm probably missing out on a, you know, Another great show. The Comeback was another show. Everybody's like, oh, you have to watch it. I just feel like I only get so much time during the day for television. And um, now that Big Brother is over, which should be a whole nother show that I should talk about. Um, but now that Big Brother is over, I've freed up a little bit more time for myself. Uh, and uh, I, I've got, you know, I've got my set shows that I watch. I try to watch new shows, but I got to... Veep is one of them. Frankie and Grace, or Grace and Frankie is a new show that I watched a little bit this summer and I love so much with Lily Tomlin and um, Jane Fonda. If you have not seen that on Netflix, go check out um, Grace and Frankie. It's a really smart show and so wonderfully written. But anyway, back to the Emmys. I thought Andy Samberg did a decent job. I thought he was funny, but there was a couple of times where I was like, did you just motorboat the statue? He straight up just motorboated the Emmy statue. He was making a joke about the girls um, episode where Allison Williams gets motorboated in the butt. And I was like, Ooh, a little tacky. Although I love it personally, me personally as Heather Brooker, the crude prude um, with the wildly inappropriate sense of humor. I appreciated it. I just didn't think that the Emmys was maybe the best place for that. He also made a really off-color joke about Adrian Brody's nose that clearly um, caught Adrian Brody off guard and made him super uncomfortable. So I was like, Um, again, while I personally enjoy um, the wild and inappropriate and absurd uh, humor, I just don't know that the Emmys was a great place for it. But Veep won everything. I'm so glad John Hamm won. Um, man, he was so great on that show. And, you know, I kept getting beat out by Ryan Cranston, who I never watched Breaking Bad, but everyone says was amazing on that, too. But I just felt like, you know, John Hamm just got snubbed too many times. And this year they just sort of gave it to him um, because he'd, you know, been beaten out so many times. But I don't know. I thought it was very well deserved. I think John Hamm is pretty dreamy and pretty talented and amazing. And if you listened to my episode with Stephanie Drake, um, in episode 10, you can hear me basically gushing about John Hamm. So we don't need to, we don't need to rehash that. You guys know, you're aware that I have a crush on John Hamm. Um, so yeah, I thought the Emmys were pretty good. I don't know. Did you guys watch it? Whatever. Doesn't matter if you did or not. I did. I liked it. Moving on. My guest today is Jill Simonian from thefabmom.com. She is an entertainment reporter and a lifestyle expert. And she's also a mom of two adorable little girls. So we have a lot to talk about. In particular, we talk about um, balancing your career uh, with confidence, like finding new confidence as a mom in your career and how um, she has this great story about how her 
pregnancy or her pregnancies were both unexpected, but she found a way to use those to further along her career in a different way. It sort of opened up new doors and new perspective, uh, new perspectives on her career and her life, which I kind of found um, having Channing did the same thing for me. So we definitely have a lot to talk about there as well. So you guys don't want to miss that. So before we get into the interview with Jill, though, I want to announce the winners of the uh, Expecting More DVDs that Sarah Haley gave um, in the last episode that she was on in episode 12. And um, here we go. All right. Um, the first DVD goes to Mabel's mom at Mabel's mom on Twitter. Thanks for the tweet, Mabel's mom. Uh, you can reach out to me or I'll reach out to you and, uh, you'll get to pick one of the DVDs from Sarah's collection. Also at not mom material. Congratulations. You are a winner, winner chicken dinner as well. And also Jocelyn DeCrosta. Congratulations. Thank you guys so much for tweeting at MIH podcast, helping to, get the word out about the show but also um just me personally uh, i appreciate you guys showing your support and that you enjoy the show that means a lot to me you guys now that you have all won i've given away so many prizes i have nothing left to give no it's not true um i want to stop jibber jabbering and get right into the interview with jill you guys she has so much energy and you can tell that this woman has a lot of fun um in her life and with her job and with her kids and family and it uh it's very inspiring and very contagious so here you go you guys here's my little chat with jill simonian what I thought was really lovely is a few years ago when I first met you is you were having this wonderful fundraiser at the Americana and it was for, was it for Children's Hospital? Yeah, it was for, uh, no, actually, no, because I did do another one for Children's Hospital. Oh, you did? Okay. But for that one, yeah, that was back in, wow, June 2013. Uh-huh. Ah! Can you, <laughs> I can't even believe it. That one was for Operation Smile. Operation Smile. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. It. It's that's the one it. where the the surgeons travel around the world and they fix the cleft palates. Yeah. And, and my husband has been a volunteer uh, pediatric surgeon for them. And so we were doing the big like, oh my gosh, you guys brought a ton of stuff, by the way. You yeah. brought crayons and coloring mm-hmm. books and like we filled bins and bins and bins for all these little kids who were having Such their surgeries but I were, yeah you were yeah. there that's where we met it was so nice because Channing was only like two months old at the time and we have a mutual friend from KTLA which is a news station here in LA called uh, her name is Ginger Chan and she loves to tease me all the time she swears I named my daughter after her because my daughter's Channing. name is Channing and I Hot. call her Chan, um, which I'm like, yes, of course I did. Because Ginger is the best. So, But she knew that I had just had a baby and was like, hey, so I'm going to this really great event. It's in your hood. Like, you know, do you want to come? And I was like, I would love to get out of the house. Right? Yes, <laughs> yeah. please. And like be around other moms and other people. It'd be mm-hmm. great. So I just had such a wonderful time. So thank you for oh, doing that. you're so welcome. Thank now, you for coming. Sure. And that all um, was part of your, or like kind of a branch off, I guess, from the Fab Mom. Yeah, yeah. It was every so often. And you know, it's funny because every year, particularly around, oh, November holiday time when the holidays kick off, the past few years I've started doing a charitable awareness donation driven campaign for a charity that I have you know special affection for during the year and um you know one year it was children's hospital one year it was mending kids international these are all you know volunteer organizations that you know need people's help to provide medical aid for kids obviously and that event in June was something that sort of spawned the whole idea for the charitable so thing great. through the fabmom.com because yeah. it, it was helping out Operation Smile, which is a nonprofit. Yeah. But um, yeah, that was, um, yeah, that was good. Such a great oh. idea. I That's so, totally something I want to do too, actually talk to my husband about that. Like I would love to, with Motherhood in Hollywood, mm-hmm. this fall or this Christmas, try to find a way to do something to give back mm-hmm. um, and somehow incorporate the podcast. So we've been talking about some ideas uh, as well. So I may pick your brain about how you to, can pick my brain <laughs> about oh how to gosh. put together something like I that. I know. Well, the, you know the key, and I mean, we were talking about that. Like, hello, our little <laughs> off the record conversation earlier right. about social media. Yeah, everything now I think is so um, dependent on social media, and 100%. social media makes it so 
easy. I mean, I don't want to say easy, but it makes it so accessible mm -hmm. to do this kind of thing where, you know, you have your moms and actors and, you know, social circle that you yeah. interact with in real life. And then they're on social media and it's a matter of, you know, you reaching out to them saying, Hey, I want to let people know about this thing yeah. that you can help people with. Can you blast this out on social media? And it's, I mean, it's a great way to just sort of get informed and participate and maybe give the back positive to something side you feel. of social yeah, media. Exactly. Um, so tell me a little bit about the Fab Mom. Okay. Um, because all of us, I think, would like to think we're a little fabulous. But I wake up in the morning sometimes and I am not fabulous. Um, I was putting mascara on in my car, like when I pulled up to your house outside on the curb. Like mm -hmm. it took me, I pulled up, parked, You're and like, then it's like, I'm, I literally, it's like mascara, lipstick. If you were looking out your window, you're probably thinking, what mm -hmm. the hell is she doing in there? It's just us. Like we know, you know. Yeah. Um, here's the thing. But the I appreciate it. Well, thank you. You look amazing. I know. Revlon <laughs> mascara is my favorite from CVS. Um, so where did this, this come from? The fabmom.com. This, like... this, it, the was legitimately born, <laughs> out pun intended, born out of my extreme fear of becoming a mother. Oh, really? Oh, my God. Heather, I kid you not. I mean, if you guys go to my website and you click on the, you know, meet the mommy mm -hmm. about Jill, you know, the full backstory, I have um, written something that, you know, lives on the website that just explains the motivation for creating the fab mom. And I, um, long story short, you know, before having babies, I worked in TV. I was a post reporter, the whole, you know, the whole shabam. I was working. I was kind of like on the upswing, all excited. And I, right. you know, I just got married. Your career was a, like The career off. was like kind of starting to move, move, mm -hmm. move. And then bam, I find out I'm unexpectedly pregnant. Right. And it was like, what? No, 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 no. This cannot happen right now. This is right not now. in the plan. This is not in the plan right now. This what, you know, I'm not ready for this. I wanted a couple more years mm -hmm. to build the career, build the, you know, momentum that of the, Get the, the dreams that I've <laughs> <laughs> Be able to hire the onset oh my nanny. Gosh, I know. I but get it. so so it just came finding out I was pregnant came at a scary time because mm -hmm. This was back in early 2010, and at that time, motherhood and pregnancy, like, this was not something that, you know, was, you know, all over and, you know, on TV, and, you know, you yeah. didn't see a lot of pregnant people on TV and doing their jobs, and it was, and literally, like, my agent at the time was like, do not tell anyone you're pregnant. Keep your mouth shut. We're going to try and get you a new job before uh, the belly pops. Uh, do not say anything. So I essentially hid my pregnancy for like five months, six months. Wow. And then like, you know, at the six month mark, you I'm can't. like, okay, you can, the billowy brows, blouses aren't doing it anymore. Yeah, no, like, you can't hide it here. at that point. So I decided to start a blog mm -hmm. to stay creative, stay present, stay relevant somehow in media and for mm -hmm. me that meant going online and mom blogs were starting to gain popularity oh mommy bloggers and, are like yeah there's so so many and i i actually read um and i, I posted yeah. this on an interview i did a couple weeks ago that there's 4.2 million mommy bloggers oh quote unquote gosh. mommy yeah. bloggers i mean i i'm sure not all of them consider themselves mommy bloggers right. but um that's what's so interesting to me is where the mommy blogger starts because I know I hesitate it in writing at all because I feel like well what can I say that hasn't already been said I know it's all been said we you know? all say the same thing in different ways yeah but the thing is is that the magic thing about being a mommy blogger and a lot mm -hmm. of people say like the term mommy blogger is like a dirty word because they well don't it is be now mommy yeah. bloggers they just want to be bloggers but right well I don't have a problem with it you can call me a mommy blogger <laughs> blogger I'm a mom I'm a blogger whatever right D in digital influencer you know I'm saying that in quotation marks but like the the magic, the, yes, the market is so oversaturated. Mm -hmm. Everyone has a blog. They're, right. We're all talking about motherhood over and over and over again. The interesting thing about this whole mom blog world is that no matter how alike you are with someone else, everybody has their own individual, unique take and perspective on motherhood, how it changes you, how it affects your day-to-day -day life, how you're handling it from the inside out. No two people are the same. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I find myself, you know, jumping from blog to blog and reading different things online sure. all throughout the day. And each perspective is totally different. Yeah. It, I mean, that it's interesting. And that's ultimately why I think I went ahead and decided to move forward with, um, you know, the podcast is a totally different thing for me. But writing, in terms of writing, like I write a little bit of stuff on the blog, but because I do figure like... I have my own unique voice. You have your own unique voice. Right. 
And um, while we may be writing about similar things, like it's still different. So, and I think that's why there are so many mommy bloggers. Um, but what I love about your website is that you have found um, so many different ways and areas to highlight your motherhood oh. and being a mom. Because you have so many different areas that people can go to from your fails section. All beginning with F words. All beginning right? with F. Yeah, yeah F words. so great. Well, that was the funny part because I found the domain, back to when I started the blog. So it came because I was fear, you know, I was scared of like right. disappearing and not doing anything creative. So I literally found the domain, thefabmom.com, because it happened to be the only one available for purchase <laughs> that I looked at and I thought, you know what? I can work with this. Mm -hmm. It was the only one that I looked at and thought I could work with this. I could mm -hmm. make something of it. And initially in my mind, you know, I had the phrase fabulous. I'm going to stay fabulous after babies. Right, like, well, right. you know, we all know how that turns out it in reality. It does not. Yeah. So after my baby was born and as I continued blogging, it clicked and I realized, oh my gosh, fab is an acronym. It's fear after babies, fun after babies, focused after babies, fit oh, after babies, wow. food after babies. And the light bulb just went off. Oh and my I God, thought, that's amazing. Oh my, this domain came to me for a reason. Like, yeah. because, because everything I know in, you know, across the board, motherhood will change a woman. Mm -hmm. And I know it's like, you know, we talk about it over and over. Yes, motherhood changes. But we each have our own perspective about how it changes us and I thought this is you know the blog is I call it a living lifestyle experiment mm -hmm. after babies yeah to try and stay focused and fab after having babies so that's what I talk about on the blog yeah my food is so different after babies because now whenever I cook food I want to do it fast yes I don't want a big drawn out recipe I want fast food that's good and nutritious and done. I think that's why so that Rachel Ray's yeah. 30 minute meals yeah. like was such a huge hit yeah. because it was like 30 minutes. Yes, please. Fast. Exactly. What can I do in less time than that? And actually fit after babies. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I don't have time to go to a gym. Yeah. I don't fit after babies means doing push-ups against my bathroom sink <laughs> before I brush my teeth. Oh, that's good. Like that, that is what it comes down to. Like done. <laughs> I think, no, I think that's so great. And how lovely that Kismet sort of like stepped in it's there weird. and was like, here's what I'm going to, here's what I'm going to send you with all your FABs. <laughs> FABs. And then you can also use, you know, F words right. after babies. Like, how oh, did that's you... fucked up after babies. Right. Like, what exactly. happened? <laughs> right. Is that on your website? Because I did not see. No, the I did up not use the f word on my website for fear of SEO damage. You know, <laughs> I I worry about. I think about that too because I swear constantly. I, I cuss like a sailor, and so I'm I'm still me though. I still want to be true to myself, so yeah. I still cuss in my blog sometimes, That's and sometimes right. I don't. I don't know, but I find that when I don't, people are like, um, "Why aren't you swearing? Like, who are you trying to impress?" And I'm like, "Nobody." Sometimes I just don't feel like swearing. Right. Like, right. that's what's great about being a mom is, like, you can decide from one minute to the next what you <laughs> what you feel like doing that day or not feel like doing exactly. that day. Um, so how did you find that your entertainment friends and your reporting friends uh, adjusted to your new role as a mom? Did you find that people were like, ew, baby? Because the entertainment reporting world is, I feel like, very similar to Hollywood. Mm -hmm. uh, in, um, terms of actors and things like right. that. Everyone thinks, Oh, neat. You have a baby, uh -huh. but they don't want anything to do with it other than just the occasional, you know, like right, visit or right, whatever. Right, like, yeah. I don't know if that was your experience, but I, let me think back. It was interesting. The timing of how, when my motherhood happened, I found out I was pregnant literally three weeks after, no, three, no, a month. It was a month. Okay, four weeks, five weeks. Mm -hmm. I found out I was pregnant about a month after a three and a half year contract in inter news, entertainment news ended for me. So I had oh. I had been working in entertainment news full time um, for this cable network Reels channel mm -hmm. for about three and a half years. My contract ended. Um, the the company the the station relocated to Albuquerque, New Mexico and I wasn't able to move. I had just gotten Real? married. What? Oh, real Reels? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're in Albuquerque now. That makes so, no sense. Side, side note. Yeah. Tax breaks, baby. Tax oh, breaks. Oh, okay. So, uh, you know, you're an actor. Every production moves. If they I know it does, but still that makes no sense. So, I know. So, anyways, that job ended and then I found out I was pregnant. 
And then subsequently, I uh, I worked freelance here and there, but I never had a full-time entertainment news job as a mother. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you something. I'm, I, at first, it took me a long time to come to terms with that. Mm-hmm. And it was hard for me to accept because I missed work so much. Do you think the two were related? But No, no, no. I don't think they were related. I, I mean, it was... No, I just think it was a matter matter of coincidence. Mm-hmm. Um, but had I had a full time entertainment news job, for me personally, emotionally, I think it would have been very, very difficult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm I'm the first person to say I can handle a lot. I can handle a lot of juggling, a lot of you know shifting with schedules and sitters and kids and this and that. But that would have been too much for me to handle. I think with the schedule that I used to work, I would have been gone. All the time. I would have been gone during the day, at night, weekends, done. I would have never been with my kid. How do you think um, some women in entertainment are doing it? Like in terms of like, um, oh, who is a mom right now? That Like, okay, Juliana Rancic. Mm-hmm. Now she probably has a bunch of nannies and babysitters well, that's and whatnot. The Don't you that's think? the key. It's possible to do it. Mm-hmm. You can do it. Absolutely. It's just a matter of what you're willing to give and take because yeah. you cannot and it's like oh, I'm gonna get reamed when people listen to this because <laughs> for the record I'm saying this on the record yes women can have it all yes you can do it all you can try it all but I'm also here to say there's a reality to not being able to do everything at the same time and be fully happy and content yeah and calm yeah it's and I I'm yeah. I can handle a lot. Right. I know you can handle a lot too. You just right. told me your schedule. I'm like, huh? But like <laughs> but it is very, very difficult something to have everything do everything at the same time. They yeah. have nannies. Something has they to don't give. necessarily yeah. cook dinner, which I'm not this these are not bad things, I'm not judging. Yeah, yeah. But like with a lot of my friends who I know are working all the time, you know, they're they're not cooking dinner. They have a spouse that they can depend on mm-hmm. to shift and shuffle. I don't have it. My husband's a uh, pediatric plastic surgeon. His schedule sometimes he's he's non-existent at yeah, home. Sometimes yeah. he will help when he can, but it's not. I, you know, I don't have a partner that that I can depend you know on. Oh, he's going to be home at, at this time every day. Yeah. And it's a matter of hiring full-time help. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you know having having a lot of wheels turning at the same time. Why do you think it is though that there's this image out there that women in the spotlight can have it all like they want to put this image out there that like everything is perfect and Mm -hmm. you know look how great I'm able to balance my career with my family and look Mm -hmm. how great my husband is like it's this weird PR thing that I think um someone has told celebrities and actors and you know (laughs) and entertainment people that they have to do in order to be well liked by by people because it's just not reality I don't know anybody whose life is that perfect and you know. No, it's true. And I think a lot of it has to do with the social media age we live in. Mm-hmm. We, lo- Myself included here, I want to see pretty pictures. Sure. I want to read positive things on Facebook. I want to find out, oh, th- you know, that's great. Like, And, of course, I, I never uh, discourage, especially women and mothers and everything, I always say, like, oh, my gosh, like, pat yourself on the back. Post about how you were a super mom today. Like, feel good because that's what keeps us going. We want right. to we want to feel good about all the positive things. And then when I see something positive, it helps me get through a really shitty day, mm-hmm. you know, and vice versa. So social media, I think, drives that machine a little bit. Sure. At the same time, though, I will say this more and more women I think are being very real about the behind the scenes struggles like more mm-hmm. and more I'm seeing and especially I try, now that's yeah. true that is happening more and more now yeah and I try and you know from time to time I'll post something on my fails section on the website like yeah. fails after baby just to be like hey it was awful today but we got through it and right. the next day it was great but um yeah it's it's I don't know it's it's a weird it's a I think it's a social media thing and how do you deal with the decision to post about your kids and what to post about your kids? Oh, yeah. This is something that's like on the top of my mind lately because mm-hmm. I just interviewed this wonderful doctor from UCLA um, who wrote a book called Media Moms and, and Digital yeah. Dads. And she talks about how um, as a culture, our kids are growing up and learning how to be people basically mm-hmm. based off of social media. I and. Know. 
TV shows and films. Um, I mean, that's like one part of what she talks about. And also how much parents are posting of their kids. Mm -hmm. So I instantly like get nervous and I go, oh my God, I I can't be a mommy blogger. I can't be a podcaster (laughs) with, uh, with a podcast about babies because I can't. I get nervous. I don't want to post pictures about her with right. her. So I'm always curious to know how moms come to that decision to, you know, go ahead and post about their kids, what you post about your kids, like mm-hmm. what, what, um, what's your decision making process there? It's there. Everybody has a different comfort zone. That's mm-hmm. what I'm finding. My own site early on, I made the choice, uh, to, make my site focus more about the woman behind the mom. Me, I'm a woman behind the mom. This is my lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So my site, God, this sounds so egotistic. My <laughs> site's mostly about me and my kids are there for accessories to prove that I'm a mom. Yeah. But um, I, for me, and it's interesting because on everything like media associated, like my website, if I, you know, if I, whenever I go on TV as a commentator, I use my maiden name and I kept that on purpose oh. because I don't want my married name to be out there because then people can go to my website and they see pictures of my kids. Yeah. And even on my website, I don't use my kids' real names. Yeah, I was going to ask you They have pseudonyms. They mm-hmm. have, uh, you know, my older girl is Lady P. Yeah. And my little one is Lil Miss. Yeah. It's like they're rappers or something. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, it's like everyone has their own comfort zone. For me, like in terms of posting pictures, social media-wise, like the technicalities of it, mm-hmm. I only try at most of the time of the time, I'd say, if I post a picture of my kids, I'm in that picture with them. Yeah. Or if I post it by themselves, you know, maybe I'll try, I'll just get like a profile shot or I'll, you know, I post a lot of pictures of them like walking from behind um, because they're still adorable. Because they're so And sometimes I do post the full frontal face. Yeah, yeah. You know, if it's fun. Because that's fun, but uh, you have to worry about people ripping off your photos. There's mm-hmm. all sorts of weird freaks on the they internet that will names. pretend yeah. that those that will pull your pictures and pretend that they're their kids. Yep, mm-hmm. it's it's scary. It is scary, and that's why I'm so I was so surprised at how many millions of mommy bloggers there are out there who are um, incorporating their kids into their um, lifestyle, their their blogs, their new businesses. You know, however yeah. they're doing it. And I'm still trying to find a way to balance that and still trying to find a way um, to, you know, how much I want to incorporate her. I mean, the yeah. show is called Motherhood in Hollywood. I know. So I ha- you know, I want to include her. I talk about her on the show, yeah. you know, and I talk about her potty training. <laughs> I know. Which someday Whoa. I'm sure she'll be like, oh my God, mom. But it's all like, again, the magic of the digital world we live in, you can choose your comfort zone. Yeah. And if at some point... You start doing something and then all of a sudden you feel like, oh, wait a minute, you know, I don't know if I'm comfortable with this. You can change it. Yeah. And it's constantly evolving and you can be the boss of how much you want to share, mm-hmm. how little you want to share and when you want to share it and how. And how does that apply for you in terms of your writings as well? Mm. Not just pictures, but like in terms of what you're writing. Because right. that also can get deeply personal. Oh, yeah, it can. And there have been a couple, <laughs> there have been a few things I've written actually where I'm writing it and then I reread it and I say, yeah, I'm cool with it. I'm going to do it. And then I post it. And then my husband or my mom, why did you post that? Didn't, didn't you think that was a little bit too personal? And then, and I know like, you know, Mm -hmm. creative people are not supposed to do this, but then they're kind of like my checkpoints. And then I'll think about it and say, you know what? Maybe that wasn't so smart. And then I'll go back and re-edit it just because when it, I mean, for myself, it's one thing, mm-hmm. but for my kids, it's, you know what I mean? You yeah. got, you got to be a little bit more delicate with it. And I think ahead, like there have been so many things where I've wanted to write about my little one raising hell and mm-hmm. like, just like, ah, but then I think what, how was she going to feel if she reads this yeah. when she's eight? Yeah. And then or I think, when she's you know 14 what? in yeah. high school and the mean girls uh-huh. are coming out and going, um, we read what your and mom t- wrote. Yeah, and at the time, it's like, oh, I'm writing about my three-year-old. I love her to death, but yeah. she's driving me crazy. Right. But there, she's not going to get that if she reads it when she's old. So that's kind of, I always have that in the back of my mind, too. Uh, yeah, and it's, I wish it, I wish I could be more free. Um, mm-hmm. But for some reason, I think maybe, too, it's because of my background in news and we write so many stories about child abductions, oh. about um, kids being bullied oh. at school and uh-huh. stuff like that. And so it's something that I'm really hesitant about 
but I'm torn because I, I, I have this passion for being her mom yeah. that I never expected. And I think you maybe touched on that a little bit too, about how you were sort of unwittingly, um, fell in love with being a mom. Oh, like, the, cause you said your pregnancies were unexpected, but then it's like, you have them and you're like, no, it was, I look back on the day. And like I said, I wrote about it in the about section on my website. I look back on the day. I literally like was crying. Hyster- I mean, it was like, you would have thought like something really tragic. No, happened no. When I could- and this was, is when you found out you I were pregnant. I look back on that day and I said, that was the, stu- that was the day that I acted the stupidest stupidest yeah stupidest stupidest in my entire life and you yeah. didn't know and you I mean know. had I, I always joke I was like wow had I known that this would have really rounded me out mm-hmm. as a woman and an individual and make yeah. me feel so much more I mean motherhood gives you a lot of insecurities in one way but for me personally it also gave me a lot of confidence that I never had before and right. people don't believe me when I say that but no like, I before, do yeah before oh my gosh before I would like every time I would go on air I would be like before babies I would be like shaking and nervous and my heart would be pounding and I would be like I was I look back and I was so nervous and for whatever reason after babies it's like you know you go through the delivery the thing however it happens all like self-consciousness goes out the window self-consciousness goes out the window you have more confidence from like the inside like Mm -hmm. from your gut coming out and I say, oh my gosh, have I had I known this was gonna happen? I should have had kids in my when I was like twenty two years old. Oh my gosh, I would have been so confident about everything. And now you're but, only twenty five, so it's uh, totally right, fine. I know I've only lost three years. I know. I'm I'm gonna be twenty five soon too. So you are. I know, oh, yeah. One day, one day. <laughs> Uh, um, it's the Hollywood lie I tell myself it is the Hollywood no one will ever know my age and they never they don't need to know no Um, no I love that no it's true like there's a confidence that comes with being a mom and that's not to um, bag on people who are not moms yet no not at all you know want to be moms it's just a different kind of feeling and I um, I try to express that to people and I have such a smart ass personality (laughs) you're fine that people are like um, yeah right they don't think that I could possibly have a softer side and I I you know I don't like to let people in on that side very often but when it comes to my daughter like oh god she's just the best thing in the world and I never thought that I would feel that way because my husband and I waited a long time to have kids we were married for 11 years wow before we were like man let's do this you know Let's, let's do it before it's too late right and um so we had her and we still go, why did we wait so long? Like, she's uh-huh. just the best thing ever. She's a pain in the ass sometimes. Right. <laughs> like, it's are. not roses and sunshine every day. No, they all are. Yeah. Oh. I my. mean, we're going through, she's two and a half now, and she's a little nuts. Like, the, you know, how old is your youngest? Okay, my youngest is uh, three and a half now, like okay. at the time of recording. And then yes. my oldest is almost five. Okay. So by the time this airs, my oldest might be five. Hmm. She, how crazy is it when they don't know what they want, they can't express what they want, but they are so passionate uh, about the level of not knowing what they want. It's a little like talking to an insane person. And I say that in the (laughs) most loving way because I do love my daughter. But it, oh my God, like this morning on the way to preschool, she was like, I got mama! I got mama! And I'm like, I don't know what you're really saying. She's really mad. Yeah, yeah and, and she really just kept mad. saying it over and over again. And then she started crying. Aww. And I was like, she's in the back seat. And I'm like, I don't know what you're saying. Like, I li- literally just wait till we get out of the car. Or uh. You know what I started doing? And I think I started doing it when my youngest was around two and a half. I never had to do it with my older. Because the, the, the I mean, they're... They're the same, but they're total opposites. My mm-hmm. older could always, you know, kind of gather, get her wits about her and gather her, mm-hmm. you know, senses and everything. And my little one is just wild woman. And so I started doing this thing. I'm like, let's take a deep breath. Yes. And I go. <sighs> and then so she starts yes. breathing. And it is the funny, like, I want to die laughing. It's so cute. But it works. And I am not, like, I am not this zen person. Like, Mm-mm. I myself am, you know, frenetic and kind of all over the place. And when I do that with her, I'm like, oh, and now we need to be zen. Yeah. 
And then I she's think like, there are some okay. kids who need that that touch, that moment of grounding. Yeah. I find that Channing definitely needs that. But sometimes she'll scream at me and go, no deep breath. No deep breath. No deep breath. And no I'm like, deep breath. please take a deep breath. You're like, I need to take a deep breath. <laughs> like, please take one with mommy. Uh, but no, it's sometimes funny. she is not having it. But I it's know. really, I have to try. We have to try. Yeah, yeah. But I think she's definitely one of those ones who is going to benefit from yoga. Maybe. Oh yes, yoga. I I'm, I myself don't do yoga. I but don't yes, either. We <laughs> I don't either. But I can see the need. Like it's interesting how I can see her developing into the person who might find something like that helpful. That's funny. As she grows a, a, into an yeah. adult. Yeah. Uh, so we're probably we're gonna start doing that because she just funny. gets so passionate so passionate well i don't want to i please I, I i don't want to like derail the conversation here but when you're talking about how you know these two and a half year olds these toddlers they'll just they go yeah. crazy because they yeah. don't know what they want to me yeah i'm not gonna put words in your mouth but uh-huh. for me uh-huh. that sounds very familiar to working in entertainment oh and sure news, yeah where you have a lot of different personalities in a yeah. newsroom some people know what they want. Some people don't. But guess what? You're going to get yelled at for it. And yes. so I always joke and say, oh, working in entertainment prepped me for motherhood because I'm already used to the craziness. <laughs> no, it's true. It's true because they don't know. Everything is so uh, money driven. Everything is so ratings driven that from one minute to the next, they could want um, this yeah. and that. And yeah, you just and never you know. And you learn how to adjust. And yeah. you learn how to just, you know, temper the waters and say, oh, okay, we're doing this now, but now we're going to switch gears. We're going to do this. Oh, and now yeah. we're going to do this. It, honestly. And now you have done guest spots on like the Today Show and you're doing headline news as I, well. D- yeah, from time to time, um, HLN has this uh, show that's been on for a few months now. It's called The Daily Share and it's all social media driven. Mm-hmm. And they've got these like hot, smart, fun hosts and reporters who have these insane social media followings. And they started doing, the, I mean, I would go into HLN for uh, parenting and pop culture commentary. Mm -hmm. But now, lately, um, it's been pretty consistent. Like, every week or every two weeks, I'll go in and do the uh, pop culture commentary for a part of the show for The Daily Share. The Daily Share is the name of the show. So you have to stay on top of, like, what's happening with celeb news and stuff like that. Is it mom? Is it geared towards mom stuff or just general No, it's not geared towards mom stuff. But for whatever reason, a lot of times, there's a ton of celebrity mom news in the news and so it's fun that's my sweet spot because it's like I love the celebrity moms the entertainment news and then parenting and motherhood it kind of crashes all together so that's my favorite stuff to talk about Um, today's show was uh, I write for their parenting team blogs Mm -hmm. and um, I just well a few months ago in June actually June 2015 I on a random whim got to fly out there and do uh a segment on air. Oh, great. With Matt Lauer, which Ooh. was crazy. And yeah. I mean, my heart was like pounding. Oh I was like, gosh. oh my gosh. But it was about keeping your hotel room safe for toddlers and how to, how to, uh, safety hacks yeah, yeah, yeah. when you're traveling so that was a fun thing but um was that something they wrote for you or you had written something on that? they I had written a blog post about it because early summer they started reaching out to the different parenting team contributors saying hey could you write about some of your favorite hacks for traveling with kids oh, okay. so I wrote a few little things and then out of nowhere I got uh you know a call from one of the producers saying you know what if you're able to, we could fly you out here and you could be a part of the segment on air. And it was so, it was one of those things where literally I thought, okay, I have been wanting to be on the Today Show for 10 years now, ever since I first mm-hmm. started. And it took two kids to get me there. There like, you go. Yeah. I mean, literally, I would not have, that would not have happened had I not been a mom. It's the power it's that, that moms have and the mom community. Um, It's the, the buying power, the social media power. Yeah. It's all of that. The people, there's moms who are just soaking up information from other moms. Cause I know when I was pregnant, I was reading everything. I was reading everybody's comments. I was reading everybody's blogs on like strollers, diapers, yeah. breastfeeding, you know, C-sections, mm-hmm. natural birth, all of it. You just sort of, you have all these moms that are soaking up every information. So there's moms out there who were like, how can I hack my hotel yeah. room? Make it safer for exactly. my toddler. Yeah. So uh, I can see the need for that for sure. It's fun. Yeah. It's fun. And it cracks me up how much information is out there because quite honestly, 
a big part of me thinks that there's kind of too much information to yeah. the point where if we just keep reading or read, I mean, there's a point where you can get confused, but yeah, with, with so many people's so opinions, so many voices, much stuff. Sure. but there's a market for it. Mm-hmm. And it's so weird to say like motherhood is a business now, but in some it ways is. it kind of is. It totally is. Um, so what do you want to do that? Would you like to go back to the today show? Like, cause oh, I know I w- we talked about your blog post where you said it was just one of your recent <laughs> ones where you were like, I'm okay with having a mediocre career, but are you really okay with that? Oh my, you said that right now. And I swear my eyes are like, I have like the cry bubble in my throat. Aww. I'm like, this is, I mean, Here's the thing. It's my God. I promise I'm not an emotional wreck. I don't know why I'm getting weird right now. Um, I do that. It's basically like I'm Diane Sawyer. When you have, you are. I know. (laughs) I'm not getting Heather. Heather made me cry. Um, I, here's the thing. I, I am okay with having a mediocre career because I am accepting. I mean, just like, you know, we, I talked about earlier. I, I, myself, physically, emotionally, mentally, can am learning that I cannot have everything all at the same time. Right. There's different chapters. There's a chapter, you know, there was a chapter when I was in college. There was a chapter when I, d- you don't know this about me, but I did like musical theater. Oh, and I thought you were the national porn. anthem. No, 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 no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh yeah, musical theater, porn, like, oh. woo, opposite ends of the spectrum. Although that would be an interesting show. I know. Yeah, like there were different chapters. I look back now and I think, okay, like I have had very diverse chapters in my life. There was the music, musical theater, um, you know, national anthem singing chapter. Sure. Then there was the, you know, television, entertainment news chapter. Now I feel like I'm in this motherhood lifestyle experiment chapter. And I can't do all of those things at one time. I all love yeah, them. And yeah. I, you know, I miss the entertainment, the on camera, the news. Like I miss it so much. But everyone's life has different chapters. And I'm accepting that this is the chapter I'm in now. And I'm accepting that those past career things that I did, mm-hmm. they're not going to happen at the same speed right now because I have two little people I'm taking care of. Right. And yes, you know, I could hire full-time help. I could do all of that. I could, well, actually, I couldn't hire full-time help because, mm-hmm. frankly, we can't afford full-time help. Right, right. But, Not like, there LA, are no. options yeah. that I can do, but I am making the choice to, right now, because there's so little, I'm making the choice to put the mom stuff above everything else. Now, mm-hmm. that may change. I mean, you know, the mom stuff always going to be above everything else, but, you know, right. you might shift and balance and, th- you know, yeah. adjust here and there later on. But for right now... I'm okay with a mediocre career kind of translates into I'm accepting the stage I'm at at my life and it's okay that I'm not moving at octane speed like I was before. So So. it's okay then maybe we say like it's okay to have a mediocre career right now. Yes. (laughs) And then the next chapter like I love that. No because I think about my life in terms of chapters too. The college chapter. Yeah. Because there was I used to be a hard news reporter and anchor for many many years. And I was an international correspondent. Oh, um, so I did oh all of my. that. Yeah, I did that's, all of that. I mean, no, that's like heavy duty. Yeah, stuff. and then there was my acting. You know, when yeah. I decided like to go with my heart and my gut and really yeah. get into acting, and um, I that was definitely a chapter. And now we are in the Channing chapter for mm-hmm. sure. And she is my priority. And I'm still, I'm trying to. I, I had to come to terms a lot with mm-hmm. that. I can't do everything. I can't mm-hmm. work full time in news. I can't. Um, uh, go to auditions every day. I can't mm-hmm. also write a blog and mm-hmm. be a good mom to her. Like mm-hmm. something has to give. And so I picked, I pick and choose and she's, you know, my, yeah. my top choice. Cause she's my one and only. And, um, I will never get this time back with her. And that's I something know. I think of a lot. Um, is that I want to think of that too, a lot. Too. Yeah. You look back mm-hmm. and you want to be like, Oh my gosh, I got to spend all that time with her. And when she is going into, kindergarten or middle school you know and mm-hmm. you don't we don't ever get this time back and i swear though if one more person tells me cherish this gift, i know everyone it's like like i'm not what am i doing i'm not i'm not sitting around every waking moment going oh, i'm cherishing, cherishing i, know. This I mean it is it's real life but you yeah. do, you're 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 uh what are you doing you're living in the moment yes that's what it is yeah yeah Definitely living in the moment. And so I um, am curious to see then how the fab mom is going to continue to grow for you. I'm curious too. Here's what I. Springboard into other things hopefully. Here's what I would love. 
I'm loving my website now. Occasionally, mm-hmm. I work with brands. Mm-hmm. I love doing television commentary. Mm-hmm. I, well, here's a little thing of, it's not quite breaking news because it actually hasn't happened yet. Uh. Um, at the time of this recording, <laughs> wink, wink, I have a book that, uh, I have a book proposal that's like floating out into the publishing world yeah. and I don't want to give it all away, but it's a lifestyle. I mean, you can put two and two together. You can look at my blog. You can sure. like, guess what, guess what it's about. I don't want to say the idea out loud because if because a celebrity picks it, it, no, because if a celebrity hears this oh, and they're yeah. like a big name and they can scoop it up yeah, and then like no. they can sell my book. And like, yeah, so it's my idea. It's a, it's somewhat irreverent. It's some, it's very real. It's very frank. And that's when you've already written. Kind of. Okay. Yeah. It's pretty much everything yeah. that I have done on my blog. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. with a certain perspective about motherhood. Okay. And um, particularly like bouncing back fast. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it's, yeah. And some of my, like I said, like some of my choices that I made like early on in motherhood were a little bit off, uh, 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 against the grain of what like a lot of people do. But mm-hmm. anyway, so the book, anyway, so I'm, I'm, I would love to have this book published. Right. Like literally like we just blasted this proposal out. And so I'm like waiting to hear back. So yeah. I would love for that to happen. I would love to continue working with brands. Mm-hmm. I would love to be a contributor and, and I kind of did a little bit of this a few years ago when I worked for Hallmark channels, home and family for mm-hmm. like a blip. Um, I would love to be a contributor for, either a daytime talk show or have a segment that airs on a news show like that has to do with lifestyle for like, like as a guest, like a, yeah. Or no, like a hired contributor covering things, lifestyle okay. driven and lifestyle oriented and parenting oriented mm-hmm. for, um, for, you know, for viewers. Um, that's yeah. I mean, I, I want to continue what I'm doing now. Yeah. Um, because I love working with the brands. I love, um, you know, I mean, you can go on my website and click on the finds section. Like a lot of those things, I'm hired by brands, mm-hmm. brands that I happen to actually love to be like a spokesperson sure, type sure. of thing. So. But also one thing that's nice about having your own site like that is that you have control. It's true. That is one yeah. thing that I love about my podcast is I have control over it. I decide what topics, I decide what who, right. who I want to interview and what I want to talk about and how many times I want to say fuck. Like, it's up to me. Nobody's telling me, like, what I can do. And I will say that that has been one of the most empowering things about starting a website, starting this podcast, and and writing um, is the control. So Mm -hmm. there's probably some aspect of it that for sure that you like as well. Oh, I love the control. Hell yes, I would love to have my own show talking only about (laughs) lifestyle and parenting and hot commentary for moms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's the, like, like honestly, what's the, like, is there a show on the air right now that's similar or there's really no, not anything like that? There huh? isn't anything like that. Mm-hmm. There, there isn't anything like that. And I, be, well, or maybe no. that could be even, that's the next, and maybe that's like the next thing, but yeah. yeah, we'll see. Well, I am very excited to see what the next chapter will bring for you. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> I um, call it throwing spaghetti against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> see what sticks. Yeah. Um, and uh, I know that we, when you do get your book picked up and published, <laughs> will you come back on the show yeah! and tell me all about it? Yeah. Oh, that would be great. Um, I'm also. Sorry, tr- I was so cryptic. It was like. I no, but this, listen, but- you have to protect your ideas. <laughs> we live in an industry where people will straight up snatch <laughs> your idea and make it their own. And you have to protect your ideas. Um, so I totally understand that. Uh, I also know we have a lot of mutual friends in common, like Ginger Chan yeah. and Courtney Friel yeah. and uh, all the KTLA folks, that, which is a new station here in L.A. And I've bugging ginger to come on the show ginger has uh twins mm-hmm. and like a five-year-old and i'm like how are you even standing no i don't right know now? honestly i honestly i don't like know. those are like those women are mythical creatures and she also works full time yeah i know she too. does she work that's the hard part i don't know how she does and then it. i'm all like why won't she have lunch with me <laughs> like <laughs> like i don't know the answer to that she's like because i want to go home and go to bed i know exactly so i um i'm totally gonna text her and be like guess who's on my show you now you have to come on uh, well she's um, gonna say jill doesn't work full time so she oh that's true 
That's true. Um, but no, I definitely want to make sure we tell people to go to the fabmom.com and check it out. Also, make sure you go and find Jill on all her social media stuff. You're on Instagram. I'm on Instagram. Instagram, I'm getting to know. Instagram yeah. and I have started a relationship and we're, you know, See, I thought I was already following you and then I realized the other day that I wasn't. I was like, oh my God, yeah, I Instagram, must correct this immediately. I'll be perfectly frank. I love Twitter. Yeah. I, I don't know what it is about Twitter. It's quick. It's, it's fast. I love Twitter. I'm on Twitter. Yeah. Jill Simonian. Mm-hmm. I'm on Facebook. I have a, you know, I love Facebook too. Mm-hmm. Um, I am on Instagram, you know, start posting pictures here and there, here yeah. and there. But yeah. I'm obsessed with Twitter. I don't know why. I think because it's just so easy and it's a, you get um, almost immediate, you, you get immediate feedback on a lot yeah. of them, but. I don't know. People can um, tweet you, retweet you, and yeah. You know, I don't know. It seems like I'm a, old school. Of course, my favorite would be like the oldest social media thing. That would be yeah. yeah. Well, that's Facebook or what was that other one? Friendster My sp- or MySpace? Friendster, yeah, MySpace. Friendster, oh all gosh. that stuff. None. Well, I like I told you earlier <laughs> when we periscoped. Like I'm just getting into the periscope. Yeah, like, trying to figure that, that out. Like. Is anyone watching this? I don't know. I don't know. We had a few people watching it. I yeah. And there will be replays. A lot of people will watch on the yeah. replay and stuff too. So it's just, it's all interesting to me. And I'm just exploring and like enjoying this new chapter, which yeah. I love. Like I said, I love the way that you, um, you sort of broke that all down. So everybody go and find Jill on all her social media sites immediately. Stop what you're doing <laughs> immediately. And I'll also put a link to all of her stuff on motherhoodandhollywood.com so you guys can go and check that out as well and Jill thank you so much thank for coming you. on the show I appreciate it I can't wait to this see this is so fun yeah We're I can't wait to see after this. I know I know <laughs> we literally could talk forever about our babies ah babies um, but yeah I can't wait to see what the next chapter holds for you it's gonna be really cool thanks Yay. you I, too thank you I know <laughs> thanks again for listening everybody you can find Motherhood in Hollywood at MIH podcast on Twitter and Motherhood in Hollywood on Instagram and Facebook uh, I hope you guys are all having a great week and uh, we'll talk to you soon bye Mama funny. balls when you don't go to geico.com car insurance can be hard like early 90s heavy metal art. I'm yelling and screaming and I'm loud. Roar! Geico makes it easy. You can review and update your policy or report a claim on geico.com or the Geico mobile app. Because shouldn't we all have a little less stress in our lives? I'm not even upset about anything! Vons is your entertainment end zone. Look for the game on player tags when you shop, buy three, and enter to win great prizes, like a 65-inch big screen LED TV. Catch the Ram spirit with the game on sweepstakes at Vons. Use your club card and get Progresso Soups, 18.5 to 19-ounce selected varieties, 99 cents each when you buy six. And Honey Nut Cheerios, 12.25 ounces, 157 each when you buy two. No purchase necessary. Open to residents of Southern California counties listed in rules 18 years and older. Ends January 3rd, 2017. Enter code by January 10th, 2017. Rules at GameOnSoCal.com.